Don't You know what's funny though? I just pulled up here and like as I was pulling up, somebody next to me pulled up. Mm. Delaware is so fucking small. Oh, you know? Mm-hmm. Is that awkward? No, I was a I was a girl that was friends with one of my friends' girlfriends. Okay, that's that's a yeah. But she was like, oh shit, you friends with so and so, right? And I was like, yeah. She was like, you remember me? I was like, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of. That's <laughs> awkward, where it, uh, especially where you at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, all right, let me get out of here. Oh, uh, you know, it's funny though, because I had already knew. Oh, that's probably off the pod, John, but it's, it's fun. I already knew why the John was around here. It's a funny John, but. Uh, Welcome to the chat, I guess. We'll be back. We'll be back. Views from the chair podcast. Views from the chair. What's up? What's up? Ready to go. Yeah. I've been excited to finally uh to finally make it on with y'all. It's been a been a minute. I feel like each week I keep missing. And I definitely wanted to hear about the baby updates and mm-hmm. early thoughts on fatherhood. Early thoughts on fatherhood, underrated heavily. Nice. Underrated. Nobody has gassed it enough to get child. I don't know. I've I've never heard the gas. It wasn't enough to me. It's just a lot of people say it literally changes your life. Yeah, but that's so vague. A car accident can change your life as well. You know what I did here though? I heard like the the first kid really means like it's like a big like it's just a big difference. Ah, it's just fire. Like you be leaving, and you just be like, "Dang, that's whack! I gotta leave." But I'll that's be back. Which also makes me wonder, like, yeah, the more kids you have, do you love them all a little less? I don't like, think like, I love something so small less. I was thinking, like, if you have like eight kids, can you love all eight of those kids the same as somebody that would have one kid? I think you would get desensitized to, like, the newness. Of the latter five, <laughs> easy. That's what I'm saying. Like, like some shit that's probably super, super special to you. The first or second time it happens, like by the sixth time you go around to it, it's probably like time. Huh. I think that depends on the person. Because to me, that shit is crazy. Like to me, a baby is insane. Yeah, but that shit first. I'm it's saying, if I seen it again, I would say the same shit. Like, yo, you was really just growing. Now you here and you just fucking moving and shit. We'll do it back to back so we can test your theory. Hey, we'll, we'll <laughs> I'll see do it. That you said you said don't do a flock. Do it back to back. You can do two, but not back to back. Where did you? Uh, so were you? And we can do this off pod if if we need to. Were you in the delivery room? I caught him. Ooh, yes, I, I like caught him. Came out like that. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. I caught the That's what that's what that's what it's called when you know when you yeah. that's what they call it when you deliver the baby, that's called catching the baby. <laughs> yeah. So, so did you yeah, cut, cut the cord? Uh, yeah, yeah, did that. Youth grip it. Yes. I had a couple people. Nah, that shit freaked me out. Like they let me uh it was like because you can feel the pulse through the fucking cord, which I didn't know. Yeah. So I touched that. I basically threw it like, oh, that shit was. 
Yeah, that shit is crazy. And then they show you the fucking what is it? The placenta, the shit oh, they was in. We kept that shit. You kept it? The yeah. placenta? Yeah. You still have it? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, huh? people, don't people eat it? Yeah. Yeah. Are you it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not whole. Not whole. Not whole. Probably like probably like a smoothie or some shit. A smoothie, a placenta smoothie. That's gonna yeah. be it's beef. That's fucking gross. Hey man, I mean it got that's that people pay top dollar for those things. They say that's the the found the youth. Found the youth. As I'm trying to get the words to the found the youth. They say that's yeah. the way. I just saw on Instagram this lady was watering her plants with her period blood, and them shits was growing oh. good as fuck. Nah, I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't John, believe you that. have to believe that if you're eating the placenta, you're yeah. in that. That's right up here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the placenta, you can like see the fucking veins and everything in that nasty shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's actually nasty looking. Yeah, and you look super nasty. That's disgusting, dog. Yes. Hey, man. Yes. The life I chose, man. I still got the picture of the placenta on my phone. And I you guys have too. That little widget like this one right here that shows you like pictures every once in a while. This shit pops up. Sometimes it shit pops up. Oh my god. That's <laughs> like, so disgusting looking, yo. <laughs> and the fact they was just in there chilling is insane to me. Fatherhood is fire though. Underrated. Underrated. And, and the detail on the umbilical cord where it's like spiraled mm -hmm. like that. Crazy. 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 It's like somebody hand did that. To have that much detail, even like seeing it in when they flipped it, placenta inside out, and you see every little detail in that shit, you like ain't no way, ain't no way. But nah, that shit is amazing. That shit fascinating. Everybody like, oh, you gonna be so disgusted when you see it, blah blah blah. I'm one of them people that's like, what the fuck? So yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm all in. Like this shit is crazy. That's all I can say. It's like this is crazy. Yeah, it's not like that. It's not so gross where you're like gonna throw up or anything. It's weird. Something else kicks in to where you're like, this is just what this is supposed to be. Yeah. Nah, man. Fatherhood, nothing less than great. Can't complain. What, what were you like in the delivery room? I was right there. I was yeah. right there. You guys did it in a bathtub, so you're in the bathtub as well. That's no, right. no. Oh, you in the bathtub. She, I wasn't in it. She was in it, but I'm right, like I'm right, like right there, hanging over and shit, like right there with her. So he comes out, little man swimming and shit. Like they really fucking swimming off the rip. I'm like, oh, I get him. He all slippery and slimy and shit. That's so it was crazy. That's yeah, so he was really just swimming. I was like, oh shit. The nurse like, hurry up and get him. I'm like, oh shit. All right, hurry up and grab my man. He ain't, yeah, man. That shit is crazy. That's just some shit you don't even forget. It's just vivid. So who was it in the bathroom? Was it you, a midwife? And Me, a midwife, a doula. It wasn't a bathroom. It was a birthing center. Yeah, it was a birthing center. A birthing center. Nice. Yeah. But me, the midwife, the doula, obviously her, her mom, and the nurse. And, yeah, the nurse, yeah. So it's like five of y'all. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, now my mom on the other hand was like, I can't look at this. I got to leave. <laughs> That's my mom. But me, I'm like, I got to see everything. I want to see everything. So I'm seeing, yeah, I'll spare the details because they pretty crazy. But I'm seeing everything. Yeah. 
Shit is amazing. Not to be too. Ask the question, I'll just say no, or I won't answer. No, I'm not, it wasn't specific to yours, but I was just thinking, never mind, I don't want to do that. We're good. Um, we can recap. What's the question? Well, I was just saying, a lot of girls poop themselves when they give birth. Oh, I didn't see it. I mean, so, look, you didn't. There's a lot going on down there. Oh, this is not from experience, but supposedly it's not a lot, right? It's, it's like just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's a little poop. It's just, and it's not even like an actual. It's almost like a little, like a diarrhea poop. Yeah, like a little bit of it. Not even to as much as to where if it wasn't wiped, you would notice. And that, that's I was just thinking like it's like John's fishing out the baby. Is he going around like? Nah, it was more so like. All right, it wasn't even bad. It was just like, I guess blood, but it wasn't like mass blood. Before before the baby come out, it's not mass blood. Well, after the fact that all the blood come. Yeah, it's after. Yeah. Did, did she have to get stitches or anything like that, or is she? Good? Nah, mm-hmm. luckily no. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if that's too much. Everybody gets stitches. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not. No, it's not too much, bro. Like, motherfuckers <laughs> had a baby. Like that would be normal yeah. shit. Yeah. Normal <laughs> shit, but yeah, <laughs> luckily she had to do that. <laughs> I don't know if you knew, but we was home in three hours. Three, nice. three and a half hours. Nice. Yeah. Did respect level go for like their what their body can do, just like bump up? That's what I, Bill asked me the question, uh, do I love her more after? I was like, I don't necessarily love her more. I don't feel like you can like That's... love somebody more as if you love them and shit. But I was like, the respect to see that happen, you just like, oh shit. Like you, you snap like you just got a fucking human. Like that shit is crazy. So the respect level is up because it's like how the fuck? Because hell no. Nah. I know. I feel like it'll be like a, a little more appreciation because you kind of feel like you did that to them. No, they they agreed. I guess <laughs> they agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we can recap. <laughs> Shit, we can recap. What you what you get into? What's I had a busy weekend, man. Weekend? I had a busy weekend, man. Electric weekend. Friday, I went to a wedding. Um, I had a fucking ball. Great wedding right in Philly. Acted like an idiot. Good times. Uh, Saturday, I went golfing. I think I got imposter syndrome with golfing. I, like, do really good, and then I find a way to lose on, like, the 18th hole. Like, I think I tricked myself into thinking I shouldn't win. Mm-hmm. Um, it happens very frequently. And then Sunday I went to the Eagles game. So that was fun as well. Um, nice Eagles game. It was nice. The wedding was dope. Uh, good DJ. Everything was fun. Saw a bunch of people I haven't seen in a while. That's always nice. You know, I got on my like, uh, in-depth intellectual shit where I was like trying to make people cry and shit. Doing like, like, I'm proud of you shit. You know, you know, those vibes I get on John. That was in that bag for a little bit. And then DJ cut on and I just started going crazy. And my man's picked me up. I was waiting for an Uber. He just took me home. And I, I sat in the shower for an hour. And then I went to sleep. I woke up and went golfing. Um, good times. And then I went and saw the Eagles-Cowboys game, which was fucking electric. All the way to the end. So you see a good ass game. It was, it was the best game you could get. There had to be a roller coaster in there. It was fucking nuts, bro. I went with my cousin. Um, he was nice enough to buy us all tickets, and one of his cousins was a Cowboys fan, fully in Cowboys gear. So that was an interesting vibe as well. Nice. Um, a gazillion Eagles fans around him. 
It was nice, though. And then he waited, like, halfway through the game, and he leaned over to me and just said some sad-ass shit. <laughs> Damn. Was there a lot of Cowboys fans in there? It was a good amount. It was, like, uh, I don't want to say a lot. It was probably, like, 10 per- Oh, you just reminded me, Jake. It was probably, like, 10 to 15%. I don't if that. Maybe probably more like 10%. The Eagles fans, look, I like the Eagles. I live in Philly. I root for them. They're fucking dickheads. Like, they're just a little bit too much, you know? So I was walking back. I'm trying to get an Uber. So I, like, always when I leave the, the sports stadiums, I walk like a block or so to grab an Uber. I'm walking back. And the first one was funny. Like, I'm walking. It's, like, a group of four guys. They're, like, all 40 or two guys, two girls, probably their wives. And they're talking. One of them's got, like, a Dallas sweatshirt on. And the guy's like, hey, man, it was good seeing you. Like, it's all right. Don't worry about it, blah, blah. And the Cowboys fans are like, yeah, everything's good, like, blah, blah. And then some, like, big-ass Philly thought walks up, and she's like, ew, eat a dick, Cowboys. How you feeling? How you feeling? <laughs> and it was just funny because they were just these, like, fucking whole – they probably were 50, honestly. They are like, these wholesome-ass older dudes. Like, Cowboys guy was like, not feeling too good, man. It was a hard game. <laughs> and then his Eagles friend was next to he's like, He's feeling fine. He's a good guy. Leave him alone. He's a good dude. He's, good. He's a good guy, man. Trying to protect his man on the way out. Because <laughs> you know he was both a little drunk and they had a heart to heart. He's a good guy. He's feeling fine. Right. <laughs> cracking up. So I'm like, that's funny. We keep walking. And then there's like probably a 50-year-old lady and another lady. One's an Eagles fan. One's a uh, Cowboys fan. And a Cowboys fan, like, first, uh, like, I'm like, this, this shit, bro. They just won. On some shit. So you think the Eagles fans would be pumped up and like they would be celebrating. But like they don't just celebrate, like they want to shit on you. Mm-hmm. So one guy walks up and goes, You stupid bitch. Yeah. I'm like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yo, right? right. I'm like, that's kind of mean, right? And then another kid walks up, he's probably like 23, 24. He's like, Last time the Cowboys won, you were a young lady. Been oh, a while, shit. huh, bitch? Oh <laughs> shit. Yo. <laughs> Yo, like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah, that shit was wild. Um, but it was fun, man. It was good times. What you guys do? Man, another chill weekend. We did get out the house. Took his first mall trip. That was interesting. He slept through the whole shit. Nice. That's all, that's all my guy really likes to do. Wake up. He actually starting to fucking talk, which is cool as shit. Nice. So he's starting to get his little... Whatever the fuck he be trying to say off. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, I thought we was going to see his first game winner. Brian passes to Cam Reddish in the corner. Cam Reddish bricks the shit. So you didn't get to see that. But, yeah, man, I really just spent time with him, man. That's all. That's all I've really been doing lately. Shit is great. I can't say it enough. Whole different life. Yeah, it's wild. The, the first name and the last name have, like, a nice little ring on it. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, that. Those yeah. two words together, I didn't realize that they would go very well. Yeah. So I said it to myself the other day. I was like, all right, that, that actually. <laughs> yeah, his name is tough as shit. Everybody fucks with his fucking name. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, hopefully he lives up to it. Got a dope ass name, man. Shout out to him. Nice. What you uh get into, Jake? Um, so I got a I got my vasectomy on Thursday. This get the week. fuck out of here. Hey. Get the fuck out of here. I'm I'm letting the troops go a few last times. You're a fucking liar. I swear. I swear. Did Jake, you gotta let that shit wait a little while. Huh? You gotta let that shit wait a little while. It's tomorrow. How old are you? 31? 32, dude. I feel young. And you got that? 
He's already got uh, two. Right? Thursday. He's already got two. Already got two. Two and out, baby. My buddy uh work got actually he had two. Well, you can get that reverse, right? You can get a reverse if you want to. It's a process though. Yeah, it's not as effective as they uh you might think, as as simple as you might think. Damn. All right, did you have any buyers about a shit? Fuck, fuck, yeah. fuck, do, you, like, do you have any buyers remorse on that initially? Uh, it took me probably eight months to book it. I mean, because I think, or no, I guess I forgot about this. I might have t- told you already, Dylan, that I was getting it right the last time I was on. Did I already say that? I think we talked about because I was saying my buddy got it, and then he ended up getting his girl pregnant because he didn't wait for the thirty day threshold. Yeah, yeah. So. It was a funny experience. I won't tell it again because I already told it on the pod. But oh, right, yeah, I remember. Right now, I uh, I feel all right about it. I mean, I just am a, I'm a little worried that maybe in five years we might be like, oh, we were like another one. But there is no way in hell I can picture doing the first year of a kid's life after time goes by. Like, like done it twice. I don't want to wait again and get the regular life back and then go back to year one. Back to it. Let me ask you this. Is it too personal to say so? Like, what was the main like driving factor in this decision? Um, I don't know if there was like, like at what point do you just wake up and go like, was it more like two is just enough or like, we've never planned on having three or like, you're like, like we're happy where we're at kind of thing. So I was always wanting just one, and then Emily wanted three, and so we kind of compromised on two. And Layla was a lot like uh, John's son when she was born. You know, just kind of – I'm not going to say it's – John, I'm not saying it's easy what you're doing, but it's not – you're not having like – it doesn't sound like you're having a killer time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it ain't, it ain't a roller coaster ride. So – but then the second one was more like just hell. And so we were like, all right, that, that was kind of the deciding factor. And then, you know, Emily's getting her, her mind back, her physique back Two back to back is not good on a woman's body for rejuvenating. That's just not smart within a year. Uh, and so her getting that back and then I don't want to, I've already done sleepless nights for a year twice. I don't need to wait five years and do that again. Um, and they're already going to be, they're going to be friends. It just seems like a good situation, you know, like why, why would we fuck up a good, a good thing and, and, and try it a third time. Does insurance cover it? I got good insurance, man. And it's $770. Hmm, that's, still that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's um, so, wow. Is the tubes tied permanent? Tubes tied is permanent, right? That's, that's permanent, and it's a long recovery. I'm going to be back at it and well, I'm back moving around the next day, but they gave me a couple of Valium, so I already popped those, though, but um, no, I'm just kidding. Because I, I know somebody that got the, that had their baby and got the tubes tied at the same time. I, I've heard of that, yeah. That's, that's a smart move. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I do feel young, you know. The boys barely had their D day, and but it, it is what it is. I had to give one last tribute before we go out. I mean, I just yeah, like it's kind of like it is what it is. I mean, it's obviously like that's not a spur of the moment decision. Um, 
Yeah, good for you, bud. I mean, shit. Uh, yeah. Like, if you already have two and you're happy with it, it's like, now nah, I can shoot the club up for the rest of my life and not worry about it. I'm good. For free. Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't really be mad at that. Like, the, the shit I didn't realize either is, like, until I got a little older, it's like, birth control be fucking a lot of girls up, too. That's tough. Yeah, it's bad. Like, that shit, yeah, that shit really fucks girls up. Like, I used to always just think, like, oh, just get on birth control. Like, have a blast. Like, and that shit's, like... That goes weight, mental... Yeah, it's a bunch of like even if you like pill, you do the shot, you do the little pack. Like it's so many different like side fucking side effects of that shit. Um, so I get it. Yeah, if I had two, Jake, I'll be honest, I probably snip that shit too. Call it a day. The the only part I'm not excited about is they got to give you a shot in each testicle before, and it feels like slight kicking the nuts. And damn, you know, I would have been out on that. That would have been enough. Yeah, put me to sleep. Fuck. I'll pay the extra. I'll pay the extra, dog. Not a shot. I might take an edible before I go. Jesus Christ, bro. A shot of nuts. Just two needles? Come on now. Don't. I hope they don't show them to me. Yeah, that's fucked up. Man, what's what's been happening in the fucking world, though? Hmm. A bunch of shit. Bunch of shit. I mean, what do you want to talk about first? I was going to talk about the Young Jeezy album, Jake. I don't know if you listened to it yet, but I, I love it. I, uh, yeah. I love it. It's a good album. Definitely mature Jeezy. I love mature it. And not corny. I love I loved the Jeezy album. I think we all love Jeezy growing up. And then he had the interview with Neil Long and Angie Martinez and just how he's holding himself, carrying himself, answering the questions. Um, You would have liked that, the Neil Long interview, uh, Jake, because he was even talking about therapy and and he tried to go to couples therapy with his girl before they ended up getting the divorce and whatnot. Um, and it's interesting to hear. And I, like, I feel like we always say we want it from rappers. And, and I'm twofold to this because I saw like some people on Twitter, like, this is what I do for reassurance. I listen to some shit. I'm like, oh, this is fucking hot. Like, people must love this. And then I go on Twitter and I'm like, either surprised or be like, yeah. And I saw some people on Twitter, like younger, like, 30 songs from Jeezy in 2023, not a shot. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. Like, this shit is fire. Like, this shit is hard. At least try. But it was like, that's what we want out of pretty much every rapper we grew up listening to is like that self-reflection, growth. This is how I change without sounding forced and and without the beat sounding dated. And that shit was fucking fire. I Mm -hmm. I love that album. This is 444. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to an extent, it's kind of like, I don't know, like, if I was to summarize the Jeezy album, it's kind of him getting over, like, it, I like, I'm, maybe I like it because I relate to the mindset, but to me, it's it sounds a lot like, fuck you guys, I don't feel like I have to carry you, and I don't feel bad about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't have the survivor's guilt or survivor's remorse anymore. I don't feel bad about not helping you. I helped you enough in the first place. And just because I'm not doing it, I did it for 10 years. I'm not doing it for 30. I should feel bad or I'm a bad guy. Eat a dick. And I'm I like it. alone. I might forgive, but I don't forget. It says a lot. And that's, I, I also like albums where they stick to a topic. So if that's the name of the album, I want to hear something about that on the album. And that shit is all throughout the album. And it's basically like songs dedicated to different people we talking about. It's a concept album, and it's dope. Yeah. yeah. 
It's yeah, still us down with this shit. I really don't understand how like grown ass men could feel like if somebody helped me out for ten years that they should help me out for the rest of their life because they're still doing it. Question: yeah. Was Jeezy dirty macking with Neil Long? So the context is. Uh, I should have had the clip. I ain't played the clip in so long. I ain't got it loaded up. But context is Neil Long. They were talking about their situations and how Dill said he went to uh, therapy to try to get over a situation. Didn't work. And Neil Long basically was like, yeah, that shit is not. She realized it had nothing to do with her, blah, blah. And she was talking about her situation. And Jeezy ultimately ended up saying, real niggas don't cheat. And... We obviously know what happened in the Neil Long situation. So is that dirty macking? I don't like number one, I agree with what he said. Okay. I agree with what he said. I've been saying that shit forever. Like motherfuckers is get motherfuckers is weird. <laughs> I always say that shit. But um, is that dirty macking? All for the team. Is that dirty macking? Because Neil Long for who people that don't know was Dayton, the Celtics head coach, for a long-ass time. I think they even have a kid together, and the Celtics coach got fired because he was fucking somebody on the staff. So mm -hmm. now Jeezy's saying real people don't cheat. But I, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, if a blanket statement can be dirty macking. I don't know. Like, is he trying to fuck her by saying that? If so, like, I don't know. Is he wrong? Is he wrong, though? Like, well, like, if the, you see the bitch he cheated on me along with, Please, please. And a lot of shit Neil Long was saying was guys don't feel superior without getting like that, like lust after them. Or like if they're not in a power position because their girl's successful or there's some insecurity, that's why they're going outside the relationship. And I think that shit is true on most points, too. I think a lot of guys get reassurance from thoughts trying to fuck or girls trying to fuck. And that's why they go after. So and that's kind of what she alluded to, basically. That's, that's, what, and that's what she was saying. And I agree. And to Jeezy's rebuttal. If you're very comfortable with who you are or where you're at in life or what you provide and what your girl provides, you're in a happy relationship and you still cheat, there's some insecurities there you haven't addressed. So I agree with what Jeezy said. But was it dirty, Megan? If he's trying to fuck me along, yes. Okay. Is that a problem? I mean, they, to my knowledge, they're both single. I mean, rules to the game is, like, you're never supposed to try and fuck somebody by putting the X down. I, I never would do it. But, like, I don't know if, like, that comment is really, like, like, if he was to be, like, well, you know, motherfuckers like me never cheat because we stay thorough and, like, we would do right by you, then, like, maybe. like, But, like, if it's a blanket statement and that's one of his songs on his album, like, I get why he would say that. But also on the album, he said, if I ever see any alone, I'm going to try and fuck her pretty much. So, like. And does that kind of throw his situation under the bus? Because it kind of sounded like that's what Homegirl did. I ain't trying to speculate, but those was the rumors. And then when he talked about therapy, how he just couldn't get over it. And then Nia went into what she said. Kind of was like he alluded to that's basically what it sounded like was going on with his wife. See, but I'm, I don't I don't know if that's the case or not, though, too. Because like a lot of Twitter and whatnot. Well, like Twitter and whatnot gave her backlash because, like, some of the comments she was saying was like, it sounded like she was fetishizing him. And I, like, I, I don't know what was going on in their marriage, you know, like, so like, she, who knows? She was fetishizing Jeezy. 
Yeah, I think she was saying some shit like she likes her meat dark and little jokes like that. Like on Would one you off. Forgive a woman for is there something you couldn't forgive a woman for besides cheating? Or so something that would That's like, a good question. Okay, that's I guess good. maybe I guess maybe you could fall out of love with somebody, but besides the emotional things, like could cheating anything other than cheating make you leave a woman for like like this is done like in an instant i think even if it's not cheating i'm trying to think other instincts to where it would be if you break my trust it would be hard for me to stay with you in general okay i think other aspects of that like what what would be there but like no matter the time invested kids whatever i just I, i just don't know like I think there's lines in every relationship to where, like, like uh, Travis said, abusive. That's a given. If a bitch ever puts her hands on me, I'm done. It's yeah. no like, oh, you lost your temper. None of that shit. No. Yeah. Um. I really think when you break somebody's trust, it never can be rebuilt to the same standard. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I just, I don't know. Maybe that's flawed on my part. I don't think so. Yeah, it just seems shit like. And that's probably, yeah, that's probably the toughest thing to come back from. And to that, like, aspect of, like, cheating on shit, like, I'm sure people have got cheated on and, like, they got back together and they worked it out and they addressed why she cheated or whatever and it worked. That's fine for you. I mean, we see the whole Kevin Hart situation play out in front of the world. And from the outside looking in, they living happily ever after. Well, I think guys... I think guys get away, and I don't want to sound like a simp, but I think we get away with a lot more fuck shit because it's kind of like programmed in girls' heads to accept it. Mm. Like, it's kind of like that's the best they can get because this is the norm. This is what you should expect when you're dealing with a successful person, and and it is what it is. Mm. And, And the flip side of that is guys are not taught that or programmed that at all. No. There's never been like, oh, you got the prettiest girl in the world. Like, yeah, she's going to go shake her ass on some dicks. You got to expect that. That's not like, that's not a thing. I mean, we've seen it. Uh, we talked about it last week with the Joe Smith situation with the wife starting the OnlyFans without him knowing. And <laughs> I, I mean, I guess you could call that cheating, but maybe that goes to the trust factor. But just something that, that like that, to have a dude like, come on, yo. Nah, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I've always thought to myself, could I get over cheating? Like, especially if it was like sexual cheating. And that's one that I feel like, I guess it's the situation. Cause it's really hard to determine whether or not I would be able to, to deal with that. And mm-hmm. I, I can't, and then I can't tell if that's ego or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I know there's societies like in Paraguay and parts of Africa that before they knew how, what it meant to like, or how a baby was, I thought there was like four different types of kid, uh, fathers. I thought there was like four different fathers for each baby. Like, I there was a baby, the father that put it in, and then a father that mixed it up, and then a father that spilled it out, and then there was one that provided the child's essence. That is wild. That's how they believe like kids were born. It was fucking out there, wasn't it? Crazy. Crazy, right? And so there was no, like, I'm the one father. There was always multiple fathers for the kid. And then the kid never went without a father. But to be in that mindset of, like, I'm sitting here, could I deal with cheating? They're like, oh, yeah, not even my kid, really. Like, it's all four of our kids. That's crazy. Yeah. So well, I mean, 
Go ahead. You're good. Do they not have ego? I mean, like. Let me ask you this. So if, if somebody can't get over cheating, is that like an ego insecurity thing? Part of me is like, uh, maybe that's you feeling like you can't be emotionally safe unless you know that they're, they're sexual exclusivity. But on the other hand, I don't know. Is that what we sign up for when we get in a relationship? Sexual exclusivity? I don't know. Like, like, what's worse? If I go fuck another girl or if I get drunk, pass out, and forget to pick our kids up at school? Because at the both points, I'm breaking your trust. Yeah, but I, you know she's going to get over the picking up kids faster than yeah. fucking something. I feel like that's way more excusable. Even though that's horrible, you get you not you ain't just oversleep like you was drunk and overslept. I guess it's just because like being sexual with somebody is the most intimate thing you can do. Yeah. That's just unforgivable if somebody cheats. That's true. The cheating is with another person, the getting drunk is just by herself. So yeah. It's like you're at your most vulnerable moment with somebody when you're fucking. Um so if they're fucking somebody else, they're being vulnerable with somebody else, and then it kind of deludes what you're doing with them. Have you, are you guys truly at the place to where, if your partner cheats, you feel like it's the same as if you cheated? I guess equal. What you mean? Like men and women cheating are the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, truly, uh, like hundred percent, all the way down to your core. I think I think that's who I'm talk, fucking with now. I think she would react the same way I would react, but I have fucked with other girls in the past to where like, I'm I, I like I think cheating's corny in general, but like I've, I've definitely fucked with girls in the past to where if I cheated, it would be like oh buy me like a bag or something. It wouldn't be like I'm done with you. Wow, wow, a purse. That's great. I'm trying to think. Oh, I wouldn't want to answer for. Her. Um. I would no, I mean, you, guys, you guys like because I, I could say there's still part of me that feels like it's different. Like just I'm, a little part yeah, me, yeah. And I already know with me it would be ego. Like it, mine would be one hundred thousand percent ego driven. Like you did that. That's all that's all I would be saying. Like, like, okay. So it would be ego with me, like nothing else. Cause I feel like if I uh maybe was more mature in some areas, I could try to, I can't even say it, but theoretically, I see how somebody could rationalize in their mind, okay, you made a mistake, blah, blah, but uh, and I don't know if it's immature or just, like I said, ego, immaturity in me or my ego, just like, nah. I guess if, 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 if we chalk it up to where, I see Travis said something about it too, but like, I think the, the rule of thumb is everybody thinks girls cheat emotionally too, to where guys could go to the club, bounce into something and fuck them and not even barely know their name and be fine. To where you think if you have a girlfriend, she's not going out like that. She's texting for a couple weeks, has some kind of interest, had conversations, so there's some kind of emotional attachment. Mm. In that case, I guess it means more. Um, but either way, it would be a no go for me. What if it was multiple for you, dude? What'd you say? Is that ego for you? Uh, I don't see. I like, I think like even fucking like talking about therapy and whatnot. Like, I think there's a lot of like 
words we just use now and whatnot. Like, I don't think me not forgiving somebody for breaking trust is ego-driven. I think that's just standards. I think they would say ego-driven because who are you to not have your trust broken? Fucking, I, like, I don't know. If I give you trust and you break my trust, that's just fair. That's fair, right? But do you feel like you've broken somebody's trust? In what way? In any way. Like, to the point where it's like, not saying you've done it, but I'm saying, like, say somebody say, well, you broke my trust in this situation. So who are you to not have your trust broken? No, if I broke was just forgetting the, I don't know, pick up the kids or whatever, but yeah. If I broke somebody's trust, then they can break my trust back and we can have an unhealthy ass relationship. <laughs> Obviously, they weren't trying to do it on purpose. Out of the <laughs> but if I'm I, just saying, like, it could happen. But if you don't trust me in general, don't be in a relationship with me. Okay. That's that's easy to say, but so Is the it, second you don't trust somebody, you would leave them? Yeah. They're going to break your trust eventually in some way. They're going to break up, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's why I say it's, it's, it's tricky. For me, I already know 100% with me, it's ego. I would love to be to the point where I could try to rationalize in my mind, like, ah, so-and-so made a mistake. I can forgive, but I know at this moment in my life, like I ain't that strong emotionally to deal with that shit. Yeah. I can admit that. That's what it's all ego for me. What if it was multiple times? And what if yeah, it was like times and it's like, all right. All right. You either you got a problem or you just don't like me. So we could we could separate on the fact that you don't like me. I could I could I could accept that. Like, all right. Or they just might not like fucking you. Or that. Could you date somebody that don't like having sex with you? No. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you get sex with me? <laughs> Marry him. Shit. <laughs> 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 uh, that's funny as shit. Yeah, I got nothing. Um, I did. That kind of goes into switching the uh, switching topics. But Dex asked me, outside of fistfights, what is rules to breaking uh, breaking up a friendship? Like, what is something that's just a non-go for you on friendships? When you asked that earlier, I didn't really have an answer. But then I tried to think about it, and I could really only think of like. Stealing. Yeah. Stealing. Like, I could probably let you get a lie or two off. I could let you, I don't know, uh, not show up a couple times because I know life happens. But stealing is just crazy to me, especially from somebody that you call the so-called friend. So I think for me, that would probably be like, what what the fuck are we doing? Like you, that's just to me. That's just not a friend. Like you can steal from me. You, it's impossible for you to be a friend at that moment. It's just there's and I'm, I'm I try to be on the respect side of things. Like even when we was talking about a woman having a baby, that's just mad respect for that. That just shit just goes crazy. But somebody steal from you, they have no respect for you. Like not one bit. There's no way they could. Stealing's insane. Like it's that. crazy. I don't, 
stole anything. Like, yeah, nuts trying to take something from somebody. And, and a so-called friend you stealing from. Yeah, I don't even know what I would take. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't maybe, think I'm coming back from that. Maybe that's just like cheating, though. Because I mean, maybe it's not really about me. Maybe they got something going on that. And that's why I think I could separate stealing from cheating because cheating, that's emotional, I think, for it would be for me at least. But stealing to me is just like morally wrong. Like you just out of pocket. I'm with you. Fucking up. Like there's no there's no reason for that. Like what are you doing? Ask me if you my friend. You could probably have the shit, but you wanna steal it? That's crazy. Do you have something to do? I was going to say, like, stealing's probably any kind of disloyalty. I'm a pretty forgiving guy, so, like, it's it's pretty hard for me not to, like, it's pretty hard for me to break up friendships in general. Um, stealing probably one. Um, trying to fuck my girl would be one. Um, anything else I could probably forgive you for, honestly. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other shit. You got any fuck? I don't know. It's kind of a weird question for me to consider because I don't feel like I have people in my life that would even do that to me. You know, it's like I don't even put myself around folks that would like if any of my friends right now stole something from me or tried to have sex with my wife, like my mind would be so blown. <laughs> Mostly because I don't have anything to steal, but also like damn. Um yeah, like, I, I, I guess if I go for more of a medium level, like, if I find out, maybe I might not stop being friends with you, but I will stop making an effort to maintain a friendship if things feel like... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, maybe. No. Um I don't know. I guess if I feel like I'm not being treated very well or if, if there's, um, you know, two faced nature going on, like if I find out you're, you just, you talk, you, to me, when we're talking, you talk shit about other people and like the same type of thing. If I just see traits I don't really like, mm. distance myself, but not really like stop the friendship. I guess I haven't had like a friendship stopping interaction or situation in a long time. You, you know what I won't, like, stop being your friend on? What I will stop hanging out with you on? Is if every time I say something or somebody says something around us, you have to one-up them. That shit irritates the shit out of me. Yeah. It's the worst fucking trait because it's, like, the biggest, like, it's either the biggest sign of insecurity or biggest sign of jealousy, and it's just, like, you know, like, every fucking thing you don't have to do better at. Yeah. Everything. It'll be like like everything, bro. Like motherfucker, like you've never played golf, but you'll shoot a 72. Like, all right, you make the most money, you get the prettiest bitches, you're the best dressed, you've been in the million. It's like it, you're the best stock trader. It's like like just shut the fuck up, yo. Like, Jesus Christ, yo, like we don't need to do this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like you should have to prove anything to somebody that's your quote unquote friend. And that's that's a lot of proving in that. And it's like, I don't care. We friends. Like, I already fuck with you. I don't care. Like, friendships are funny in general. Because it's just like, 
At 32, like, you start getting so busy, you really have to go out of your way to kind of see people. Yeah. Like, if I have to go out of my way to see you, I'm not going out of my way to see a bad vibe. And, like, also, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Not in that way, but, like, I don't care if you're making 55000 or 200000 mm. As long as you're not, like, trying to steal from me or anything, I could care less. Or, I like, I don't care if your girl's fat or, like, you're out here battling, bro. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Like, that's not, like, you, know, you good? Like, you're not going to kill yourself? We're good. We're happy. Yeah. Everything's good. I've got a very low low bar on mental health. You're not, you're not suicidal this month? Cool. Let's reminisce. <laughs> talk sports. Everything's good. Like, I, I don't need all that extra shit. I don't. Yeah. And I'm also, I got a very, very low point of, like, fucking patience with, like, people that are demanding of friendships as well that don't, like, supply anything to it. What you mean by that? I like I like motherfucker. Don't ask me why I haven't called you in a month or two, and you haven't called me in six. Mm. I don't have to call you. Yeah. You know, like I don't have or why I haven't stopped by. Why haven't you stopped by? Yeah. <laughs> it's very like this shit. Like I, this is this shit I want people to think before they say shit to me about like, dude, why you haven't keep, you don't call me as much? No, when's the last time you called me? You know, like it's it's just simple shit in your head you could just ask like or yo you don't check in me like I, you don't even know if I'm good do you know if I'm good like this like it, this life shit goes both ways for everybody you know like shit's not like everybody goes through their shit all the time so like the expectants like motherfuckers expecting shit really gets on my fucking nose. how often would you say you have to check in on a friend or talk to a friend not now. I don't be doing none of that shit no more. And it is what it is. Motherfuckers can eat a dick. <laughs> That's just how I be like, and I, that, I say that with like no like, I don't say that with like any like bad intentions either. Cause like, you know, I, I'm animated on the podcast and shit, but like, I, if I don't call you or whatnot like I used to, it's not cause I like, I don't got any less love for you or I'm not like, interested in what you're doing or whatnot it's because i'm moving and shaking a lot like i got a lot of shit work's busy i got a girl now my girl's got a kid like shit is busy mm-hmm. shit is busy I got a bunch of family i got this 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 i don't know where i'm about to move to like a whole bunch of shit i got a bunch of shit going on yeah uh, and selfishly i'm not as dependent on my friendships as i used to be because i'm mentally healthier right which isn't a bad thing oh you feel like people depend Okay, I don't know how I want to word this, but do you feel like people depend on friendships or look for too much out of friendships? I think me personally was more codependent on some of my friendships when I was younger. Um, And I think, I mean, it was good what I was doing, but I think there was a selfish aspect to it too, and I found value in it. Um, But at the same time, if you put forth 75 to 25 on effort and then you stop doing it for two years that's why i like the gc album if you stop doing it for two or three years and people feel slighted about it it's like well you can put forth that 75 for the next eight will be mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, but yeah I do, I do think people can just like anything they can overcompensate so like if they're lacking in um romantic relationship they might overcompensate with how many uh friendships they have Mm. or 
If they're lacking in family, they might inherit your family. Or if they're lacking in profession, they might fuck more bitches. Like if that, that, it is like it's it's a bunch of different ways to go through it. Mm. But I think the hardest part about like getting to where I'm at now, age group, is finding a balance of like still like I fuck with everybody. I don't have that much time. The time has disappeared. It's crazy. Shit goes by fast, man, dog. The shit goes by fast. I fucking uh, I. I called one of my friends uh, two weeks ago. I'm talking to him, like, yeah, blah, blah. Tell him John's about to have a baby. He's like, yeah, my baby's like four months old now, bro. When are you going to come see it? And I'm like, shit, motherfucker, I ain't see John's baby yet. I got to go over there now to see John's baby and shit. Like, it's, it's just, it, like, it's, it's, it's just a lot, which is yeah. good. It's good. Yeah. Like, like, it's I feel good. like it's just a sign of growth, man. Like, it's, it's a different time and different era because, when we could hang out with each other three times in a fucking week, do we really have too much going on? <laughs> like, you can't possibly have that much going on if you can hang out with people two, three times, four times in a week consistently. Which I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I just think it's a sign of growth in life and everything that you got going on, whether it's you got a business, whether you got a relationship, whether you got a new perfect, like, whatever it is. Shit, something gonna take your time up, and as long as I feel like, as long as a quote unquote friend can respect that, it shouldn't be really no too much bad blood in that situation. And as you start to get like busy and other shit happens, and you get like a little more like healthy and whatnot, like you start to realize you want like a little me time here and there. Yeah, like you want to be solo every once in a while. Like you don't need like if you have a well, I'm dying for a fucking Thursday free to just sit the fuck down. We've yeah. gotten older shit since the pod started. Started off talking about trimming your balls with your bearded trimmers, and now we're like, yeah. oh, I need some meat time. And like, it's okay. Like, I need some meat time, dog. <laughs> I would love to just shave my balls by myself. Yeah, even even I'm going crazy. Someone, I definitely <laughs> be like, damn, I need some time. Yeah, I feel like for her. I try to take the baby sometimes. And then like I think what Tuesday, maybe Monday, I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna play Call of Duty for three hours. And then I'm gonna go take the baby for three hours. And we can just divide this time. Because we need you still need me time, man. It's yeah. necessary. It's necessary. What else we got? I can see why we won't stop listening to the old rappers that we've liked since we were kids because they're all preaching our shit now. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I mean, shit's just like it's it's interesting at our like age demographic too because like there's like the people that like grew up a little quicker than me for sure, and they're on like a whole different level, like have a full family, like like Flocka, like you might have like a whole family, like super established career, house, whatever it may be. And then I've also got friends that like are still like finding their way. And then I'm like, I've got like the middle pack shit to where like I'm still balancing it to where like I could go meet my friends at the bar still once a month or twice a month. But also like I'm not going to the hookah lounge every Saturday night for the DJ event. Just not doing it. It is fun to see how everybody's progressing at different levels and like I, I don't know. I just hope everybody's straight, you know, that's the end goal of it. Main thing right there. You just hope everybody good. 
And it do suck that you can't reach out every time because you may reach out when somebody else ain't in the mood to talk in that moment. And it may be like, ah, oh, they ignore me. But nah, maybe they're just not in a good space right now. Or maybe they busy. Or maybe they can't talk. And yeah, we that's, that's why I see it. Like, we just at that age where you can't really be upset when somebody don't have the time they had for you 10 years ago. No, I think we just everybody's in different spaces right now. I think we've normalized a lot of fucked up shit and we've glamorized a lot of up, un, like unattainable goals. Like everybody thinks you need to be super wealthy to be successful and it's harder and harder to get wealthy. Like people listen to like day one loyalties and they think that, that means you're going to be with your best friends five days a week. That's not a realistic goal when you're fucking 30. I mean, you're still grinding. You should like it. Like you should be finding your own happiness. Like it, like there's, it's very impossible to be on the same page with five of your friends at the same exact time. And you shouldn't feel bad about it. And also like if you're making a modest living, you shouldn't feel bad about it either. As long as you're paying your bills and shit. Um, so I don't, I don't know, man. I, 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 I know for myself, and I, I feel like a lot of us did this, but I know for myself, I came up with like these rules of what I would be, how I could be happy at each age, you know, like what I would have to have achieved or have my life. And as I get older, it's like, okay, those things, yeah, they might, they might feel great, but that doesn't mean that you're really happier than the person that doesn't have this or doesn't have that, whether it's like family or career wise you could still be just as happy if you could just let yourself be content with what that is. Like there's not really an external thing that's going to bring that happiness. That, that I, I thought that's content. I think that's just life. Yeah. I think the fucked up shit is that a lot of people have these goals and whatnot. And then when they hit them, they realize it's nothing. It's empty. It's yeah. empty. Oh, you hit it and you go, okay, now what? I don't feel any different. Nothing's changed. None of the trauma I'm running from has disappeared. I'm not instantly happy. And then you go, all right, what's really fucking with me? Yeah. But how many you think really asking that question to themselves? Not a lot. And that's why I was making people cry at the way. <laughs> Who's running from a trauma? <laughs> Raise your hand if you've got trauma. All right. <laughs> Let's come outside and be. <laughs> <laughs> you put your hand up and nobody else puts their hand up. <laughs> I'm just crying, dancing. It, it was you. You were the one in tears. I, myself I, was, I was looking dead in the mirror. <laughs> it wasn't even a wedding. It was just your mirror. It's me eating cake. <laughs> like an A24 movie. It's like crying in the mirror. <laughs> Oh, what other topics we got? Oh, man. Slow week, man. It was a slow week. Actors is over. Do we care? Mm. Did we forget about it? I really didn't know it was still going, honestly. Me neither. I thought it was done. Maybe that was the writers, and I guess the actors was next. I On the actors thing, I, I did watch a little bit of that show you guys said to watch a long time ago. Uh, I, Idol? Was that what it's called? Idols or... The HBO show? Yeah. Yeah. I, what was it called? I, was it called Idols? Idols? Oh, uh, the weekend. Ah, uh, that shit sucks. So fucking bad. Yeah, I, I kind of agreed with you, Dylan. It felt like they were just trying to use this Johnny Depp's daughter to be overly seductive and make that a good TV show. Like, so gross. 
I was like, this is just really weird that they're exploiting her every episode just to like show her 14 year old white boy body. To, <laughs> you know, it was a weird, weird move. It was, it was. I, I hated that show. I really did. Um, what's the best birthday gift you ever gave or received? You guys have something for that? <laughs> oh. uh, what y'all got? I don't know if I've ever bought anybody a birthday gift. I don't know if I've ever got a birthday gift. Oh, wow. Damn. I have. I'm trying to think. Trauma. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's like trauma. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I can't. Birthday, birthday gifts don't really stick. But birthday like things i've done for my birthdays do like i'll never forget my that 30th yeah. it was just insane. the whole time around my 30th was crazy from yeah. the park to going to vegas just did it right that, that party memory popped up on my john's where we were talking about it on uh the pod last year on the instagram reels <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I went full email at John's party, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the fact you was walking was crazy. Ah, full fucking email, dog. <laughs> that was a crazy moment, man. It's so funny. I was so drunk. I didn't realize I didn't have to switch my voice. And then I switched it and did a full presentation speech. <laughs> Darkness at John's John, uh, He got the drink in his hand. He like, you know, John, like it was real like a presentation and shit. <laughs> like it was like and he's doing like the, the hand gestures. He's making uh -huh. sure he's looking everybody in their eyes. Then he so, looks directly at me and shit. Uh -huh. Hard speech though. <laughs> he doing this shit. It was crazy. <laughs> a, journey, a journey down a dark road presented by <laughs> that show was the most well well spoken suicide note ever. Drunk as shit too. Everybody drunk as shit. <laughs> 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 oh, it's a good time. That's hilarious. Oh, anything else? We're going random thoughts. Oh, uh, if y'all got anything, it's up to y'all. I'm good for random thoughts. That yeah. shit flew by. I tell you that. It did. Fifty-eight uh, minutes. The rubber, the Republican debate is tonight, and I feel like at this point. If Trump ain't in the damn election, nobody gives a fuck. Because I didn't know nothing about it. I'm scrolling Twitter right before. Or maybe I'm just out of touch, which I've admittedly said I am. But I'm just scrolling. I'm like, I guess if Trump not in the race, we don't even give a fuck. Because I didn't know nothing about this shit. And at this point, I feel like the election is going to come down to who the older people want in the office. Because I don't feel like young people are as engaged as we once were. Because I don't know none of them dudes except DeSantis. Or I think it's a lady up there as well. No disrespect to her, but I don't know her either. I saw on a John last week that uh, Trump's gained uh, a majority black vote over the Biden people that voted last year. That's funny. And I saw um, a few people on Twitter, I think it was a Democrat mayor and whatnot, saying that... Um, and. Funny enough, I don't know if you guys follow Plies <laughs> on Twitter. Plies is like an in-depth political analyst. Oh, he's, he's a good follow? He gives like real breakdowns. And he was going on like perception is reality. Unless you're smart, then reality is reality. And you guys don't understand 
that Biden's done this, 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 and he's a big Biden advocate. Mm-hmm. And he's just listening through all these different grants and all this shit, different shit he's done. And he's like, but you guys fucking like Trump because he gave you twenty or 1200 that raised the inflation rate by this, this, this. And I'm like, this is the fucking pretty pussy guy. Yeah. Like, who would have thought? Who would have thought? There ain't no criminal bit. What this criminal? shit is crazy, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Politics, I, I guess, at the elections coming up next year, I'll start locking in a little bit more. Yeah. Um, don't know who I'm going to vote for. No idea over here. I know who I won't vote for. Who's that? Trump. <laughs> okay. Trump, the person that put the, the biggest amount to the deficit out of all the presidents in history. Insane. That's, that's pretty much responsible for the inflation right now, but people are happy to give him a stimulus check. The dude that's on somebody, and I think it was I can't even remember the state, I ain't gonna lie, but they paid $16 for a Big Mac meal. Insane. Insane. I'm like, why would you even buy that shit? I think they just bought it just to prove like this shit really cost 16 fucking dollars. Troops are in trial now because they 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 said he was um inflating his net worth to get advantages on loans for the last like 20 years. Mm. You think they're just trying to get Trump out of here early with all that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, do, do I think Trump did a bunch of illegal shit? Yes, sure. Do I think anybody would care if he wasn't running for president? No. Mm-hmm. No. And do I, on the flip side of that, do I think Biden's a good president for the next four years? No. I don't. I don't see how Biden would. I'm not following politics at all. It's like my, you know. But uh, I don't see how that man wins. That's. that's gonna be- it don't seem like Democrats gearing anybody up to replace them. It's another year where, unless you're extremist, you're not excited about either candidate. No. Yeah. Which is crazy when we're supposed to be the number one country in the world. That's why people fuck with Obama. I don't know if Obama did a great job or not, but the whole hope fucking slogan campaign worked. Motherfuckers was excited about something. Motherfuckers was doing something right. We was, we was living in bliss when Obama was in office. Yeah, and I know Jeezy dropped my president is black. Show us crazy. Come on, dog. Next question. Uh, Jake, you got a Um, I'm trying to think of one. Uh, one more go. Did Did you guys know? Uh, did you guys know how influential Genghis Khan was? Like, I know he murdered damn near half of the population. He He did. He murdered a lot of people. He I know had, he's like responsible for four percent of the population in general. I think he was just fucking out here. Am I right? Yeah, and he had a lot of kids and like mm-hmm. nieces and nephews that ruled all over the world. Like they were basically from Russia to China to like Germany. <coughs> it was all the the his empire, and he created like the postal system. Was yeah. Genghis Khan? Like he started the post system. He he started like freedom of religion. Um, he had like the one world order of like everybody under the blue sky should have the same law. Like he was really big into following laws and all that shit. Um, Damn. Yeah, he had like mad mad stuff. I I find him super interesting. Just the fact that he created so many things that we do today, like uh, fair trade, is like a Genghis Khan concept. This dude was, and he was a he was a slave, like he was a nobody. Yeah, 
and didn't know anything, any intellectual knowledge, and he he did all this shit. That's crazy. I'm gonna say this, and I'm probably way off, but isn't Genghis Khan like one of the reasons they like built the Great Wall? I don't know. Maybe. I kept trying to invade, dog. I um, saw a cartoon like that when I was a kid. I just built that shit. Up. I don't know if that's a real cartoon, but that's how I remember it. All I know is he was running shit. Yeah, I heard he was a savage. You know who Jake's voting for? Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to Andrew Wayne. Where the fuck he at? Who? Andrew Wayne. Andrew Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Wayne. Wayne. I don't know if that's racist or gay. Well, Andrew, Andrew Wang is the dude from <laughs> <laughs> He's the UK guy. Or is it something else, Wayne? Ali, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. Very gay. Get some sleep, John. This not when you have a baby, man. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Apparently, Andrew Wang is like a. Uh, Apparently he's creating his own party, the Purple Party, mm. and he's he's using different celebrities. So he's doing some shit that's wasting time and ain't gonna get nobody elected. Yep, probably, but it should it should like he's he's using celebrities to find out which people the the majority like, like the Matthew McConaughey. Like everybody seems to like Matthew McConaughey, mm. and like he's trying to find what are those character traits, how to identify those in a politician. And and find some way that's not uh, not as divisive. It's really a decent idea, but and nobody's gonna go for that because there's too much right and left shit. I always wonder, like, how long do you think we have? Like, uh, do, are we always gonna have a two party system? And then I'm thinking, wow, I say that is the world even gonna last that long to where like eventually we grow out of it? If we did, I feel like we would have the best. We would we would literally have probably the best of both worlds if there was no parties. And it well, was just like, at least like, what you believe. I don't think in. we'll ever go to no parties, but like at this point, there should at least be like four prominent parties. Yeah, there's gotta be. I mean, you yeah. guys heard of that rank choice voting or whatever? What's choice voting? Rank choice voting where you don't vote for one person, you vote for your top four. Right. So Dill, you vote for a guy A, B, C, and D in that order, and then John, let's just say you like B, A, C, and D, and then I like C, A, B, and D. Well, there's two that everybody liked the the top, right? D and C, they're out, or whatever. And then there's A and B, and so you get whoever put A uh, and B the most, they become the two, like, president and vice president, so instead of having, like, just, you can do Republican or Democrat, like, let's just say maybe the second option, I'm trying to think of how to explain it, uh, is put the most as the second option. They would out, they would win over the first option winning if somebody's put like A and D a lot. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you really get a commonality as opposed to just like one or the other. That'd be interesting. That would be crazy, honestly. It seems like it's so counterproductive now. It doesn't matter how they match up. Republicans are going to go what what Democrats don't want to do, and Democrats are going to do what Republicans don't want to do, and nothing's ever really going to get uh, accomplished. Which sucks. Big, yeah, no. Which sucks. Good. Hmm. Random thought. I'm going to stick with my emo theme. 
So I was at the Eagles game on uh, Sunday, and we went with seven people. It was uh, seven adults, two kids. And at one point, my cousin looked at me and said, do you realize everybody here had lost uh, a parent, pretty much? And I thought about it for a second, and I go, yeah, I guess that's kind of common. And it just made me think like the next day or so, and I'm like, we don't really think about like what the next person goes through on the day-to-day life. Like all the interactions we have with people and whatnot, like people deal with so much shit on an individual level, just on a day-to-day and the lack of empathy we have for everybody on our interactions, like the little frustrations we get with like road rage or like if customer service or whatnot, I'm just thinking like people deal with so much shit on a day-to-day and so much loss and grief. And if you think about how the addiction epidemic is, how much cancer's on the rise, like all this different shit. And we never stop to think really as, as a general population, like, you know, shit's fucked up for a lot of people. And we don't really have sympathy. And we kind of lost that along the lines. And it was just interesting to me. Yeah, I agree. Do you feel like people have the time to even think about that shit? I think we all have, I think we can all have the time. Like, how much time does it take you to, like, sympathize with somebody? Or to I mean, say, like, all right, it's not that deep. So you trying to get a coffee real quick, and the person at the counter is not saying it in a bad way, but they moping about, like, their job, like, nonchalant, upset, frustrated. Are you like, damn, they going through some shit. Are you like, Yo, I just want to get a coffee. Can I get my fucking coffee? I don't like. I think there's a difference between the person behind the counter chatting with a coworker for five minutes, mm. or somebody looking flustered. Mm. I think I think there's a big difference between that. Okay. Yeah, I think you're super right. I was driving the other day to the bookstore, and I was without kids, so I was whooping around a lot of places, and I pulled into the bookstore, moving quickly. And I had, I'm going down the driveway, and this other car is pulling up super slow. I start getting really frustrated with them. And you know how, like, when you get frustrated with somebody, you kind of, like, start looking at them in their window, right? See, who is this that's, like, holding me up? I look over. Dude gets right next to me. Down syndrome out. Dude driving the car. I was about to just be super angry at this person. (laughs) Like, the biggest idiot in the world. Like, this dude is probably doing the biggest thing in his life, driving a car home. Mm, It's the biggest day of his fucking life. Like, I'm yell at dude for driving a little five miles an hour slower than he should have been. I was like, oh. well, you know what else makes me feel like shit? I follow some Instagram accounts and they'll like go around grocery stores and whatnot and be like, hey, here's $500. And then they cry. Like the person that gets it, like literally cries. Mm-hmm. I think like, yeah, I'd really be like drawling if I don't close a deal or some shit and be mad. Like, and these motherfuckers like whole month is changed by $500. Yeah. I'm driven to tears over that. Yeah. And like I'm over here bitching because I spent too much money on golf this month or like some shit like that. Like I just think the world would be a little bit better if everybody could kind of stick, take a step back and look at the context of shit. And I don't know if that means like it's kind of fucked up in general that so many people are doing bad and everybody's going through some shit. But like in reality, it, it, it just is what it is. Yeah. How do you guys feel about those YouTuber people that give money away, like that Mr. Beast guy, or all those people that... I like Mr. Beast, yeah. Say what you want about Mr. Beast, but like, he just Mr. Beast has done a lot of shit. 
He's done a lot of stuff. Thorough shit. Yeah, I don't think you can get on Mr. I think it's corny when it's fake. The scripted ones, I think ruin it for the people that's doing it genuinely. Because I'm like, this is obviously fake. You can tell it's fake. This is what. But then when it's like genuine, you like, that's 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 dope. I just feel like the social media, oh, if I'm seen giving 500 to so-and-so, I'm going to look this way. You're giving the same 500 to 20 different people when they just acting and you're just like, all right, yo, get mixed up. But then when it's genuine, that shit is cool. But I just feel like this shit is so oversaturated with being seen. It's getting kind of crazy. So it's hard to even see the good when it's genuine. Because it's like, is this shit even real? Would you guys ever go buy somebody's groceries at the grocery store or just check out? Like, hey, let me get them behind me. Yeah, but not put it on camera. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, not on camera though. I would feel so corny. Well, so- I think there's a difference. Like, if motherfuckers are short on some shit, it's definitely been times. Like, I'd just be like, "Here, call it a day." But like, I th- like I don't like when people like record like giving a meal to somebody or something like that. But mm-hmm. like on the Mr. Beast level of it is like the shit he's doing for people. He's recording and he's making that money off those views from YouTube and then investing it again on some other shit. So like. You can't really be mad at that. And then I always go back to the idea of like, if somebody's giving somebody $500 randomly and then they give another 500 or whatever it may be, like, I guess it's better to give it and record it than not give it at all. That's a good point. Yeah, I guess so. If that could help you keep giving it by recording it. Like, I don't, like, that's the shit. Like, I don't know. Like, my personality is like, if I'm going to help you, and I feel like you need help. Like I'm, I know how I would feel if I needed help like that. I wouldn't want to be recorded. Like I would feel like a little like down and out or disgusted with myself or whatnot. And not to say like they should be, but like yeah. how I would feel. Like that would make me feel like shit receiving help from somebody. So I wouldn't want to be recorded. On the flip side of it, I guess it's just kind of like yo, if I have zero dollars and somebody wants to look good by giving me five hundred, then I guess like it's better than me not getting five hundred at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm not trying to open up a whole new conversation, but this is what always threw me off about growing up in the church and my parents making me do like mission trip stuff is where you would have to go do something nice for people, like repair their house. Then afterwards, you have to like, OK, well, you got to accept God now that we did that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa, this mission trip shit's kind of crazy where you're you're giving people stuff. And then afterwards, you try to convince them to believe in something. It doesn't feel like it's really for the thing. Yeah, I think anything, anytime you give a gift and like there's a stipulation attacks uh, or you expect something back and you're just, you're a piece of shit. For sure. Yeah. Let's never do a favor for somebody if you expect a favor in return. That shit's weird. Uh, views from a chair? Till next time. There you go. Till next time.